0: and welcome to this week's episode from a Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter. Now we are all currently very excited for the 12th of April when hairdressers are allowed to open again. I'm sure many of you listening are ready for a haircut. I spoke to David Thomas who owns his own salon on the High Street in Penwitham about how he has found lockdown and how his business has managed. Joining me today is David Thomas, who is the owner of her hairdressing salon called David Thomas. Um, so, how are you today, David? Are you all right?
1: Yeah, I'm good, Lucy. Yeah, I'm ready for back to work, but I'm great, thank you. You okay?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. So like you said, um, obviously hairdressing salons are shut at the moment because of the pandemic. They seem to be the first thing that keeps shutting whenever there's a lockdown, which is incredibly frustrating, not only for you, but for all of us that need our hair cutting. Um,
1: Of course.
0: And it's obviously reopening on the 12th of April, which is really exciting and hopefully won't shut again. How's that been for you and your team in terms of, Having to short
1: and sort of furlough and all that. I think I mean it's um we, it's actually a year today since we closed Lucy, um,
0: wow. and
1: um, and it's it's actually about eighteen months since I relocated the business. So kind of we took on quite a, we made a large commitment as far as finances and stuff go. So it has put us under pressure. But having said that, I know people have criticised. Boris and the government and all that. But you know what, they've actually, I think they've done a really good job. And so long as you've been aware of everything, I think I think it's worked, furloughs work really well, because, you know, probably 40% of our turnover um, uh, cost is staff wages. And so consequently, because obviously furlough has come in, the biggest part of our expenditure has been covered. So we're in quite good shape, really, to be honest, Lucy. I don't know how, but we are in really good shape for our return. <laughs>
0: so take so, me yeah. take me back to sort of you and how you got into hairstyles, hairdressing, and why you wanted to set up a satellite well, well,
1: business. Well, when I was when I was 14, Lucy, um, I, this was 1974, obviously. And um, my dad was a policeman. He he was a superintendent in the police, so he was quite high up. And we had an all right kind of life, but he had a friend who was a solicitor. So when I went to see the careers teacher, I said, I wanted to be a solicitor. And he told me I was too bloody thick. (laughs) So to go and have a look around the technical colleges. (laughs) So I went around the technical colleges and um, I didn't fancy my hands dirty being a mechanic or a builder. So went in the hairdressing salon and it was quite groovy really. So I ended up going on work placement to a salon and I loved the environment. Like I kind of went freelance, And really, Lucy, all I wanted was a job that I loved. Uh, I wanted a nice car like this friend of my dad's and a nice home. So in actual fact, I've got all those things. Um, And the reason I set up my own salon, I um, I, I wanted to be able to do what I wanted to do. And I've always been very ambitious. I love people. But also, I always wanted a business that could have the guys that work for me to have Nice cars, nice ways of life, nice homes, good family life and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's about um, just having a good life. And I love work. I absolutely love with a passion what I do. I love the people that come in, you guys that come in. It's great to always see you. Love love people who are sat in my chair. And I love working with the team as well. So, yeah, that's why I set up. And uh, hairdressing is perfect for me. Love it. Absolutely love it.
0: So how long has your business been around? What year did you set that up?
1: 81, so that would have been 1981. And then I set up the first salon in 1985. And I ended up with five salons uh, at one time. We were employing 80 people. Um, and then it, things changed, so I started educating a lot. Um, but yeah, the, the, the salon business set up in 1985, we've just got one salon now in Penworthham. And my wife, Paula, She's got a salon in Magul, uh in Liverpool as well, very similar sized businesses. Mm. But they're nice and easy to manage now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you were, so you were in in Preston on was it Guildhall yeah. Street, and um, were yeah. Which was sort of good because it was in Preston, but sort of where you are now is you. Well, you think it's a much better, much better location. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're now based in, in Penwitham, and the thing I love Lucy is it's a proper community, people are passing by, yeah. they wave at you, they've got the dogs, they probably take them to your dad's on the way past, haven't they? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're in a really lovely community, a safe location, the town centre of Preston is terrifying really when I look back, but yeah, we're in a lovely location. Got a nice landlord uh, on the busy main road. So we've got a really good footfall. And it, yeah, it's a great spot, great spot.
0: Yeah. It's that sort of the end towards, is it Fishergate Hill compared to sort of the, the end of um, where like the fish and ship shop and the vets is? It's sort of the yeah. end. Yeah. We're
1: kind of at the, at, the, at the river end, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and it's it's actually it's a really nice strip. The two guys that bought the properties along there have done a really good job of renovating. So it feels, feels modern and it feels bright and the pavements are nice outsiders and you know it's, it's great
0: and the parking yeah, as well is free which you know you can park pretty much anywhere in pen which is like easier
1: yeah i mean and there's a big there's a big uh, supermarket opened across the road uh, and they have three hours free parking yeah. you know with a pelican crossing straight across so it's perfect it's yeah. really perfect yeah. And it is it
0: has been exciting, like, seeing the salon set up there and, like, it's such a, a spacious and, um, like you said, modern and really aesthetically yeah. pleasing salon, like, that you've really thought about how you set it all up to look amazing.
1: Yeah, and the thing as well is, you know, going back, as, as much as a change for the relocation was due to the, the town centre as it was, it, it was a change for the team, you know, because you put people, the same group of people, in a new environment. And honestly, Lucy, the difference, it was like, uh, we opened the door the morning we opened and I'd not not let them in before. And they were walking around touching everything, feeling everything. The work's improved because they're in a new environment. And it's like we've all got new jobs, um, but we're all together. And and it's been, honestly, it's been the best thing ever. It's been amazing. Just that we've not been able to work so much. (laughs) Seven months closed. But anyway, we'll get there yeah
0: we'll get that.
1: So how many people are in your team in pen we've got nine so we've got a beautician we've got two apprentices uh we've got suzanne who's on reception then we've got there's five of us cut hair so it's it's a really nice team we work seven days a week and um, we open eight in the morning till nine at night that's been so that we can socially distance but it's worked as well because clients love it they can come when they want yeah
0: you know
1: they can come or work or they can come after work so I know it's been good really good
0: yeah and I'm guessing that when Boris announced his roadmap then you got like an influx of calls and you're probably fully booked for the next
1: yeah I mean <laughs> honestly Lucy I can't tell you how busy we are I think the first week back last time I did 70 hours
0: wow. and then at
1: Christmas the guys were doing 50 odd hours uh, but willingly you know because yeah. everybody wants to get back in and you know again we, we love our clients so it's we want to see them, we want to accommodate them, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's really important to get back busy. Yeah, it is. And
0: so how long do you think it takes or, or is there no time for a person to be good at cutting hair? Like, are you constantly learning? and you, you, are your team constantly developing?
1: Yeah, yeah because I, I was really lucky. I got involved with hair education, um, so I, I've, I've traveled all over the world doing seminars and shows and wow. educating stylists. Um, I launched the um, education program for GHD, if you remember those guys, in the day. Mm. It's about 12 years ago and um, went to Australia and all sorts. So, and it's like when we come back this week, we've got two training sessions and then next week we've got two training sessions, and it's about kind of some new looks, some new haircuts. So we're always looking at stuff. I always look at fashion trends. I talk to other people in the industry uh, who are respected, listen to what they say, and then we kind of create our own stuff. Um, so we've got, some, yeah, we've got some nice things. One of my things this time is when we get back, it's it's about shaking things up. It, it really is. Um, I think people are going to be ready to especially women, you're going to be ready to have a change, kick it off, get rid of the old and have some new looks. Nice colour, really nice haircut. We've got a haircut called the the shaggy haircut, which is um, nothing to do with Scooby-Doo, but <laughs> it's like real nice textured haircut that can be on medium to long hair. So there's all sorts, yeah. We've got some nice things, nice things.
0: So is hairstyles like fashion trends in a sense that like there's a hairstyle that might be very in this year compared yeah. to that? Oh, I didn't know yeah. that.
1: Of course. I mean, when, when, I, when I used to do stuff for um, for big companies, we, we used to use trend uh, houses and uh, their design, they design, they predict stuff, everything from a car interior to clothing to whatever. And the, the job of the hairdresser is to put something, the icing on the cake for a, for a catwalk. So yeah, we kind of look what's on the catwalk and then apply it to it and some kind of some very often it can be avant garde, but then we dilute it back into a salon look. That, um, but yeah, we're always looking at what's going on, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I think things are going to change. Lucy fashion, I do, I really? think so. Yeah. In exciting. What, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we what, might see some short hair as well. I think we might see some shorter hair. Yeah, things look good with short hair.
0: <laughs> oh, I had I had a bob when I was younger because my hair apparently took ages to grow. So they said if they bugger yeah. put it in the bob, it'll like thicken up up because it's quite thin. Um, oh, I don't know. I last had a fri I don't think I'd do a full fringe though. I feel it would make my face. They they
1: they're, oh, they're going to be big as well. Sixties fringes, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be big. I think. Yeah, I, I think just everybody's ready for a change. Yeah. You know, and, and easier hair, hair that's adaptable, you know, that they can do things with, with, with quickly. You know, we all want to be outside, don't we? Uh, meeting up with friends and, you know, giving each other a hug and going for a beer and a glass of wine. But, you know, hair's got to be the thing as well, That you know, easy, easy quick and out.
0: <laughs> do you think that celebrities have a big influence on hair? Because I remember ages ago, um, was it Jennifer Aniston and people like, I want her hairstyle and her haircut. Yeah. Are there, there celebrities that, oh, people will come in and be like, I want that.
1: Yeah, it was like uh, uh, Victoria Beckham, wasn't it? She kind of, you know, she said she invented the pub. That was a lot of rubbish, but they are a big influence, definitely. Because it's what we look at, isn't it? Mm.
0: You know? Yeah. Um, so what's your kind of favourite hairstyle to to cut or to do? Like you said, like a, a different change? or Yeah, I, I
1: love... Um, I used to teach something called the transformation of the Bob. So it would be a Bob haircut, um, but a Bob haircut that had kind of shape to it rather than just cut off like a little schoolgirl's haircut. So I love cutting, I love transforming a Bob, putting a little bit of shape in and perhaps putting some texture through, but not too much. But, you know, um, when we moved to and we have a lot of uh, ladies who are perhaps, um, you know, sporty type ladies, golf club, joggers so we've been really lucky we've had some sh- lots of short hair clients and I, I that's what i do i love short hair when i say short hair not like um not manly short hair on a women on a, on a lady but like soft texture you mm-hmm. know variable kind of undercut and yeah i love short hair to be honest i do yeah
0: and as do a people pa- are the people who, because I'm always quite, well, I'm not now, but like when I was younger, I would be quite nervous if I wanted to change my hairstyle in case like, I didn't like it afterwards. If, is there ever been a time where someone sat down, you've said, oh, this would look really good, and they're like, oh, I didn't think about that, but yeah, go for it. Or are people quite reserved? Yeah, oh,
1: Lucy, oh, always, this oh, definitely. And the last, at Christmas, we had the, the most exciting haircuts going on because people just wanted a change because everybody's been sat in. Mm. You know, and it's like I'm sat looking at you on, on Zoom and you're looking at me, and the really the only thing you can see is your top half and your hair. Mm. So I think, you know, it's taught us all when you're looking at yourself, you kind of all you're doing is looking at that, isn't it?
0: Looking yeah. at your
1: head. So I think, um, yeah, people are ready for change, definitely.
0: And do different styles suit different face shapes and like different colors?
1: Yeah. And um, I think um, it's like one of my, things to say is if you're going to go into your hairdresser with a picture the first thing is make sure the picture is the same color as your hair because blonde hair tends to show up texture and dark hair tends to be nice and shiny and very dense but as far as face shape of course that makes a difference but I think it's the whole thing it's mm-hmm. like looking at somebody you know because you could have a round face and a, a small body you know what I mean or you could have a, a thin face and a big body I think and you could have a short neck so I think it's looking at you know, it's like looking at you, Lucy, as a whole and kind of saying, Well, yeah, this is who you are and thinking about what you do, you're running and stuff which you're doing really well, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I mean, I've not run since since then.
1: Have <laughs> <Maybe> you not? <laughs> but... <laughs> Too tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't like yeah. Much, But <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in terms of like there's these things you see. So there's this thing at the moment where it's like you can train your hair so you just wash it once once a week. What are your thoughts
1: on that kind of thing? You know what? We've just taken on, whilst I've been off, we've been researching new products. So we've got this new product called We Do Professional, Mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's vegan certified. Um, It's 99% recycled, even the packaging, you don't need to take the labels off and stuff. But it's got got a hard shampoo, which looks like a a piece of soap, really, but it's plastic-free. And honestly, it's amazing. But um, so I, I I have a bit of a thing. I agree with this for curly hair, but also you've got to remember your scalp breeds yeast. So I think regular cleansing of your hair with the right product and moisturising of your hair is really important. And I think it needs to be done regularly. You know, if you want your hair to look glamorous, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's choosing the right product, Lucy, that's the, the right thing. It really is so important
0: yeah is your tip for sort of washing hair sort of shampoo rinse condition or what's sort of the method you yeah
1: well yeah there's there's obviously that's the traditional way and if you shampoo your hair daily I, I would just shampoo it once and then condition but uh, we do have just brought a product out that's an overnight conditioner so you put your conditioner on at night and then you shampoo it in the morning and put a tiny bit more conditioner on And obviously then your hair is much more moisturised and softer and performs better because it's had all night to kind of work on it. Um, Mm. And I I think that's a really great way of doing it. It is. They've even got, um, it's a balm that looks like a lip balm and it can be used on your lips and it can be used on the ends of your hair if they are dry as well. So they're Mm -hmm. really different, lovely products. But as I say, all, all, uh, vegan certified it's it's really nice exciting so okay. got that in for you guys but i've also got it in for the team because again it's challenging them with something new and we are one of 10 salons throughout the uk that have been asked to take it so it's quite unique really
0: wow yeah and then when you condition it's just the bottom end of your hair you're not meant to put it in the roots is that right
1: well it depends on your hair right so if you've got um if you've got colored hair all the way through you need to put it all the way through but if you've got fine hair then really, just the ends is is all that matters, you know. Mm. But again, if these products—they've got a a light and a medium and a and a repair. So if you use the light conditioner, it's never ever going to be overly heavy anywhere, you know.
0: Yeah, a lot a lot goes into sort of maintaining your hair, doesn't it? That that you um you wouldn't think of, you know. People are saying at the moment, like my mum's saying, "Oh, your long hair is just so easy because you can just put it in a bottle because it's like so long, it's in her face," and she's like putting it behind yeah. here now. Um, yeah. And I was like, long hair's good, but equally, it's not, sometimes it's not a style, it's just
1: no,
0: it's
1: a not. Um it's funny, it's, it's funny as well, Lucy, but, um, this time of year, the um, the winter, is the worst time for your hair because you've got central heating on, so, mm-hmm. so that moisturizes. Then you're out in the cold and then you're back in. And it's funny, I, um, I, I love tulips, and I bought some tulips the other week. And then, um, can you believe how quick tulips drink up the water in a vase and they all flop don't they yeah well if you put water back in the vase they all perk up again and that's your hair really it needs moisture yeah just thought i'd tell you that
0: (laughs) And and when there's no sort of pandemic how often would you suggest people get their hair cut you know to take care of the split ends and things
1: Lucy, we have people who come every two or three weeks, you know, guys and ladies. Yeah, yeah. And then we have people, I would say probably the average is five to six. If you've got short to medium hair, longer hair, you should be having it done every two to three months. Definitely. Because that hair's old and it needs trimming and tidying up. And the only way to get rid of any dead dry ends is to cut them off, you know. So, yeah, I I would say, yeah, six to eight weeks for long hair and four to five for short, Definitely.
0: And we've all been seeing sort of your videos on Facebook through the pandemic, showing everyone that you like you're still there. You know you've got everything prepared for when we come back, and basically telling people don't cut your own hair, like don't cut your oh. fringe, don't colour it. We'll we'll do it all oh. for you. Is that? Yeah. Have you had many sort of DIY haircuts, or has it mostly? Well, have we mostly listened? I, have,
1: to I had a text this weekend off a client who has a business and messaged me because she decided to trim a fringe. And i have been saying consequently, don't trim your fringe. So Kate had got scissors out, which she thought were a thinning scissor. And she cut a fringe thinking she was going to thin it and she's cut it off right up to the middle of her forehead. So she messaged me to say, what was the best advice? And I just said, let it grow. There's nothing else she can do. The, and she's a really nice lady in a nice business. I bet she looks the right case. Yeah. <laughs> so don't Yeah, just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll be back. Three weeks, Lucy. Today we'll be rocking and rolling.
0: Yeah, you will.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then like colouring hair, that's again something that me you should just wait for you guys to do. If you've never done it before from, like, a box.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think anybody putting um, a box dye over what they've been having done uh, professionally for years, I think it it causes us problems and it will cause, you know, increases the expense for the client and and also sometimes we can't rectify it um, because, you know, there's too much colour on. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I just, you know, three weeks to go, there's no point, is there?
0: No, and it's not as nice like an experience. You know, you don't get to like chat to the person, and then you don't get to have the the head massage when they take the the foils out. Or the, yeah, it's just a nice. You know, what experience.
1: we what what we do is a labor of love, and our passion is making a difference. So, yeah, it is giving you a nice hairdo, but it's um, putting a smile on your face, isn't it? And a bit of social and a bit of TLC for you. That's what that's what we're about. That's what we love doing. You know yeah Um, and there's so many interesting stories from the person in the chair which is you know you guys are amazing it's it's amazing what you hear yeah it is
0: Mm. what about men's hair because obviously one I would probably be ignorant in saying that potentially there's less there's less choices because men like short hair that's probably a very ignorant view there's probably lots of different styles but is it Um, is it
1: What's that like the difference between like male and female? I think, um, again, we're hairdressers, so we're not, we're not skin faders, but really, it's only probably the past, um, I would say past five years that real severe barbering has come back in. Um, we used to do a lot more men than we, we do, but I actually get a feeling as well after this lockdown, um, men will be wearing the hair. When I say longer, I'm not talking long, but longer. And they might want to go to a hairdresser rather than just a barber, you know. Mm. So whilst we don't skin fade, a barber won't do a longer haircut particularly. Not all barbers, some will, but um, yeah. So I I get a feeling that men are going to wear their hair not quite as severe. I think I I do. So yeah, I think we'll have more men in the salon again. Where they cared for a bit more as well. They want a bit of pampering as well.
0: Yeah, their hair your hair grows quicker though, doesn't it? Men's hair, or is that just a
1: No, it shows, Lucy. I think you know if if I've got my hair around my ears, then it shows really quickly, doesn't it? Mm. So mine grows quarter of an inch; it's long, whereas yours grows quarter of an inch. You never notice it on long hair, so yeah, yeah, that I is need true. more maintenance as far as a haircut, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, so your salon again with your videos on Facebook. Is very COVID secure. Mm-hmm. Do you want to walk me through if someone's listening to this and fancies coming to you and um, the procedures in place so they know that they're safe?
1: Yeah. So the first thing we tell everybody is that we, um, when they ring up, we have a, a, a PPE in place and we do have a PPE charge, which is £4. And there's two reasons for that. One is that the business can't afford to carry the extra PPE that we've had to put in place. And the other is that I feel really strongly that if it's something that people buy into and prepared to do, one, they've got to abide by it when they come in, and two, we've got to deliver it because you're buying it. So we've got PP in place. So the first thing we do is you, you walk up to the salon, there's a hand sanitizer in place which stays on your hands for um, three hours. We take your temperature, so if you're within the, the guideline, we're fine. You've got to wear a mask for the time being, and the stylist will all be wearing a mask um, and a visor and a, and a pinny and um, then you'll be asked to be seated we've got tech seats out so there's a gap between every every workstation so it's easily socially diff- distance um, we clean down the workstation and the chair every time a client moves and also you'll get a nice little paper bag which is eco friendly and um, a freshly laundered gown and a freshly laundered towel in your bag which is which is freshly out of the laundry, and also a little face acrylic face shield. So what you can do is you can take your mask off, use your acrylic face shield, that protects us, um, and also it just gives you a little break. And because you're socially distanced, you can have a coffee or a tea, latte or whatever you want, and we serve it in nice cardboard cups, and they're just disposed of straight away after. So the objective really has been that you're completely safe, but you can still have a laugh and you can still have a nice haircut and we can still give you all the other things, but it's just safer. And you know what, Lucy, we're going to continue it for quite a while. We mm. might get rid of the masks, but everything else is going to stay. Just to protect everyone.
0: Yeah. 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 I must admit like when shielded and en- shielding ended the first time in August and I came in, I was, at- I was nervous because it was the first time I'd been anywhere, of course. but it put-, of course. it put me right at-, at peace. It was, it was very safe. And like, you know, like, comfortable but then you just felt again like you were just having your hair cut and done it was
1: like
0: nice and relaxing
1: Um, and I think that's been the big thing Lucy opening longer hours with half the team in on different shifts it just gives you the space so rather than it being congested we're still really busy that we just spread it over a different period of time so it does make you feel much safer and the team love it actually it's less pressure
0: yeah 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 I can imagine and how is hairdressing as an industry going in terms of, like you were saying, eco-friendly things that you, you're doing? Is it quite environmentally friendly? I
1: don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we have been, but all of a sudden, like we use Weller Colour um, and Weller Colour is all packaged in uh, recyclable tubes, recycled cardboard. And all, also the Weller Colliston Perfect is probably the best colour on the planet because it has less PPDs in it as well so you're less likely to get a reaction off weller color than other colors um, but yeah I, I think definitely we're all becoming a lot more aware of um, of eco-friendly stuff definitely I think it's the way forward and the products are lovely you know they work they smell different they're, they're more minimal in content so it's bound to be you know less complex isn't it yeah I definitely think it's the way, the way forward
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. What's PPD?
1: It's the, it's the, um, it's the dye additives in colour, which can cause allergic reactions, which is why we have to skin test everybody. But the weller ones are uh, very advanced. They are the latest thing, so they, they still work, but there's, there's less chance um, of a reaction. There's always a chance of reaction, which is why we skin test.
0: Mm, yeah, oh. Well, that that's all, all sounds very exciting. I'm very excited to come back. I've got my appointment on the 7th of May, so I'm excited for that. Um, so if people want to book in, yep. how is the best way to... Um,
1: the, the, the only way to book in at the moment is by telephone. Uh, we've got an answer phone on, so if Suzanne doesn't pick up, if you leave a message, she'll ring you straight back. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're working on appointments through May, into june and july and whatever people want to book in advance uh, the salon is busy lucy so uh, yeah i'd just suggest if anybody wants a point just ring up leave a message and we'll get back to you as soon as possible yeah suzanne's on it
0: <laughs> cheers that's great and last question which is an obvious one but how excited are you to reopen and your team how, how are you
1: we're uh, the thing is, a lot of us have worked together for a long time. So there's two of the guys who worked with twenty years. Everybody's worked since they left school. So we um, we really have missed each other. Um, they're like family, you know. But also we miss you lot because every day is um, a new day. Every half hour, hour is a new hour. So yeah, we're really excited. And also it's the new new products, new ideas. Get I love the snip, Lucy. I love snipping. Uh, and the guys the same, we love it. And it's a labour of love for us. So, yeah, it does pay the wages and it does pay the bills, but we do it because we love it. So, yeah, can't wait. Really can't wait. Yeah, definitely.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Like David said, the only way to contact the team and book in an appointment is via telephone on 01772 259 where Suzanne will be happy to help you. The salon is located at twelve Liverpool Road Penwitham, PR one zero A D. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from Alankshire follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fromalankshire Lass.